Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called A Retrospective of Sorts, starting with James. Before we move on to Paul's letter, Colossians, and a new format for morning briefings, I would like to invite you to refresh yourself with where we have been since we began our journey together almost four years ago now. My beginning briefings emanated from the book of James, a brilliant, masterful letter written to Jewish Christians. It is filled with wisdom that has practical application for our lives today, to be sure. Remember with me, can you imagine trading in the market and striking up a conversation over eggplant with this guy who tells you he's the brother of Jesus? So, I heard Jesus heal the blind man the other day. What's it like being his brother? What would the brother have likely answered? He's nothing special, just like one of us. In fact, I really don't believe the claims that are being made about him. I grew up with him. He puts his sandals on just like you and me. It's true. Jesus' brothers did not believe in him. John 7 verse 5 says, For even his own brothers do not believe in him. Yet, open your Bible to the book of James and read how James, the brother of Jesus, identified himself. He referred to himself as a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ in 1 verse 1. What changed for him to go from not believing in the divinity of Jesus to calling himself the servant of Jesus Christ? Well, only everything. Jesus' family and followers saw him crucified and buried, then saw him walking around after he rose from the dead, just as he had said he would. Acts 1.3 says, After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Paul tells us that among those that Jesus appeared to after his resurrection was James. The early church was built on the irrefutable historical event of the resurrection. You see, the resurrection was the belief that turned heartbroken followers of a crucified rabbi into the courageous witnesses and martyrs of the early church. People don't willingly die for a lie. And of Jesus' apostles, all were martyred except for John, and he was exiled. Now, back to being the sibling of Jesus. I've thought a lot about what that would have been like. What do you think his brothers knew, and when did they know it? Surely Joseph and Mary would have told their children about the angels' messages to them of the coming miraculous birth of the Messiah, about the shepherds, and eventually the wise men coming, about when they found him in the temple teaching at age 12. Was Jesus patient when Joseph was teaching him carpentry skills? Or did he let him know he really wasn't going to have much use for those skills, at least not for very long? Hmm, I wonder if he hollered when he hit his thumb with the hammer. Did he have a faraway look on his face when he prayed to his father? Did they ever catch him looking at the colors of a lily or the beauty in an olive tree while he was thinking, Yes, I did good when I created these. Did they have any inkling when they saw their cousin John that he would be a wild man for Jesus? Do a little wondering of your own. Thinking, think about growing up with Jesus. It's kind of a mind blower. Hey, 
Do any of you have an idea what the average meal would have been like in Jesus' day, in Jesus' home? I'm sure Mary no doubt outdid herself for the Sabbath meal, but what about everyday fare? James decided a living Savior, all right, who happened to have been his brother, was worth staking his life on, was worthy of his lifelong service. What a turnaround in James from unbeliever to sold-out servant of Jesus Christ. Only one thing could account for such a miraculous change. He encountered the risen Lord and believed that Jesus is and was who he said he was, the Son of God.